Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Um, we're going to get to your questions and comments in a minute here. And good morning to everybody. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Oh, good. A lot to talk about. Um, uh, a lot of stuff is uh, happening right now, so we're going to get to some of that as we move forward. Uh, I am concerned that a lot of people are not going to make it. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, so you were here last Sunday for the first time, right? Yes, I was. And did you do the prayer this week? Um, the silent prayer? I actually only got to it today. The day? Yeah, today. Why not the whole week? Um, I didn't remember it. It came to my mind today, and I decided to do it this morning. I woke up at 6, so I uh, had uh, time. Yeah. And what do you think? Um, I really liked it. Uh, I used to meditate when I was younger. Which I would sit silently and, and do pretty much what was in your silent prayer, but I didn't understand why. Yeah. And your explanation of it right. really made me feel like it was more valuable than I had let on to sit and listen. Yeah. It's so important to sit, be still and know God. You don't need to be doing all that hooping and hollering and begging and pleading and, and all that kind of stuff. I used to think that prayer, like, I was taught in the past, I didn't understand why you would do that. I, under, I always thought God would know what about me, and I wouldn't need to do that. So it always made me feel like praying wasn't, praying wasn't what I should be doing. Right. And hearing you describe it as uh, very similar to what I thought meditating was really made, made me feel like it was valuable, and I wasn't wasting my time, and it was something I should be doing, and I wanted yes. to do more. He, and he even said in the Bible, don't be praying out with words and things. Like those hypocrites, they get their reward by doing it in the public and all that. When you pray, go into your closet, be still and know God. Meaning go within and just be still and he will reveal himself to you. Are you feeling better about all that stuff you've been dealing with in the past? I am. I feel like it was actually important for me to become who I am today. Yeah. Um, it was tough, but it's led me somewhere valuable. Right on. You haven't seen anything yet. It'll get better. Do you believe that we can live forever? We were not created to die? Um, I, I don't know. It matters what the definitions of all those words are. Um, if the definition of live is biological life, then no. But I don't think it is. So if the definition of live is to be with God, I think we can live forever. Um, you say to be with him? Yeah. But I mean that we were... Do you believe that we were created to stay right here on earth forever and never die from earth? I don't know that. No, I don't believe that. Have you ever thought about that? I haven't thought about that. Uh, you say you don't believe that we can live forever? We were not created to die? Um, I believe we weren't created to die, but I don't know if the biological life is eternal. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. How about you? Do you believe that we were created to die? I never really thought about it. You never thought about that? No, and why sir. not? Like, am I created? Because we hear about death all the time. People always go to funerals, and they say, everybody's going to die, so just get ready for it. Party up and die. You never thought about it? Well, I always thought that, you know, when it talks about living forever, it means more of a spiritual sense. Uh -huh. And how Jesus talks about, like, don't mourn after the dead be with the living. Right. So I, I never thought of death as a big deal. I thought it's okay, you know, because we go on. Are you expecting to die? 
physically? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You expect it to die? At some point. At physically. some point, you know you're just ready. You know you're going to die. Yeah. So you're living to die? No. <laughs> but everything dies on this earth, the physical. Oh, it, it does? Right, it does, but does it have to die? I don't know. How about you? Are you, you do you believe we can live forever? Uh, maybe in spirit. Um, why not? But how about in the body here on earth? No. You don't believe that? No. And, and why not? Um, I don't know, because to me that would sort of be like reincarnation in a way, I guess. No, like you're not going to gonna die and go away. You just stay here. You won't die and come back or die and get into someone else's body. You can keep your body. Um, no. I you don't believe think that? So. No. And why not? I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't. <laughs> I can't really give you an explanation. Are you expected to die? I hope no time soon, no. But at some point you know you're going to die. Well, I guess, but I haven't really thought about death. <laughs> death is not really on my mind. That's good. Um, is this your first time here? Yes. Uh, how did you hear about us? Him. He listens to you all the time. Oh. <laughs> Hi, him. <laughs> you don't know his name? I do. <laughs> He's my partner. Of course I do. He's your partner? Yes. What does that mean? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what do you mean he's your partner? Um, well, we're going to, you know, start family at some point in really? life. So, yeah. Wow. I met you before, right? Yes, sir. You came in one day, right? Yes. Sir. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, so that's your partner? Um, she's my girl. Yeah. Then I had a mic there. You going to marry her one day? Uh, yes. When? I don't know. Are you living together now? Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's not going to marry you. <laughs> Isn't that right? No, I am. <laughs> and why, why don't you marry her now? Why don't you do it the right way? Because she's going to hold that against you the rest of your life. I'm going to do it as soon as uh, possible. But why live together, though? Why not wait until then? That way she can respect you. It's life. Life? You know, I mean, just, I don't know, <laughs> I know you're asking me a tough question. <laughs> That's a tough question? Which question you like better? Are you going to die? Or <laughs> Which one you like better? Are you going to die? The first one. Huh? The first one I like. <laughs> that was easier. <laughs> I, uh, I understand why you're doing it. People are doing that nowadays, but it's not good to live with her be, until you marry. Not good to have sex before marriage, and it's not good to live together because when you try to correct her, she's going to remind you that you can't do that, buddy. You you didn't do it right in the beginning, and you're supposed to lead the way. And she will love you and respect you if you waited until marriage before you did all that other stuff. I understand that, and I think we both agree with that to almost fully but um, sometimes you make mistakes but you could correct uh, it 
Yeah, but I can't marry her right now. That would be kind of... Right. Move her out, or you move out, <laughs> and then date for a year or so without sex and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we no, gotta, I'm okay with that. You okay with that? Yeah. Are you I, okay with that? Yeah. Let's get on the mic. So when she said, I didn't say I was okay with that. <laughs> I, I would be okay with that. Are you okay with that? Yes. Oh, good. And the reason I bring that up because it's, I have learned in my own life, at some point you just got to do it the right way. You know, in order for life to, to work, you got to just start doing it the right way because as long as we keep doing it the wrong way and excusing it, it's just never going to get better. And then your kids are going to suffer for it and everything. No, I agree with you. I always <laughs> uh, talk about how in my culture it was accept, expected of uh, females to stay virgin until marriage. Yeah. But for some reason, not the same thing is not expected of males. But it should be, though. And I, yeah. And I feel like now, especially with the feminist movement, instead of fixing the males, they're breaking the females, too. Yes. And that's yeah, right. Yeah. So. That's right. So as children of God, we got to start setting a standard. We can't go with the children of the lie. They say live the jail and don't, it doesn't matter and all that. It, it creates problems in your own personal life. And whatever you do, your kids are going to end up suffering for it. So it's best to start doing it right and not follow the world. So you guys are going to have to move out. <laughs> Can you trust him if he move away and you guys just live in separate places? Yeah, we've we've been apart for like a few months due to like work and stuff before. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I highly recommend doing it the right way because if you get married while you're living together, you're literally getting married in hell. You're already in hell. But if you do it right, you're getting married in heaven, and God will be with you. And those days when it's tough you'll be able to make it through, through it because God, you did it the right way and God is with you. But he's not with you in this situation. So when you start fighting, you're going to lose. No, I win. You win? <laughs> Are many men win? Mm, that's a tough question. But no, we, we talked <laughs> about it and you know, we're, we're okay with our roles. And um, I, I tease her a lot, ask her, who, you know, who, who is uh, who. And she's reluctant in saying it, but I think... She, oh, she, she doesn't want to say you're the man? No, she doesn't want to say that I'm her head. Oh. But she says it. She, but you're, I mean, not, she, she ex, she, you're not her head right now. Well. You're the tail right now. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> because you're doing it the wrong way. That's why she can't say it, because it's not true. I, I understand that. That makes sense? Yes. You agree? Yes. Yeah. It's hard to agree? Yes. <laughs> I understand. I'm serious. When you start doing it the right way, life is easier. It's so amazing to do it the right way. It really is. And so it's best to start out the right way. But do what you want. You know, I'm not... I still love you. But... <laughs> I would recommend doing it the right way. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And Any I questions for me right now? No, sir. How about from you? No. No question? Okay. You got a question or comment? Um, yeah. I'm currently living with my girlfriend due to financial situations. What? Yeah. 
I'm stunned. And uh, I've wanted to marry her for a long time before we moved in together. Um, I can't afford a ring myself personally, so I don't know how to move forward on that. And I wouldn't, and I do want to do that. It's been how how long have you been living with her? Um, it's been three months now. And you wanted to get married before living together? Yes. But she made you do it this way? No, I offered it because she had issues with her apartment, her old apartment, that it flooded and they weren't taking care of it correctly. And, and she, she needed help. And she couldn't move into another one? Um, not at the time, no. She did not have the money to switch without... Oh, she put a trick on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not really, I don't think so. All of a sudden, the whole apartment messed up. I can't find another she one. She was out of town and uh, she, did, she, doesn't, she has a, a money situation like I do. And uh, her, her apartment flooded while cost, she was out of town. It doesn't cost a lot of money to get married. Um, it doesn't, but I feel I need to buy a ring that would... Why? Uh, my family tradition, I guess. No, you can make a ring. A temporary ring. Yeah, something. But you've got to do it right, man. Yeah, I believe that. Especially you, because you need to build up your strength anyway. And by you doing it wrong, she's going to take advantage of you and destroy you. Is that right? Um, I don't know if that's true, but I, I believe it's getting harder since we've lived together. It's getting harder since you've been together, yeah, right? Live together, yeah. Yeah, right. You haven't seen anything yet. I don't know. You notice how it's getting harder since you moved in together. Well, it's going to get worse because you don't have the authority of God to show you how to fight with her in the right way. Um, I think we've stopped fighting. And you, you said what now? We've recently stopped fighting. Just temporary? I don't think so. I mean, I just really realized that her trying to fight with me is not, it's not what's real. Are and you I, a good fighter? A very good fighter. Too good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and is she a good fighter? Yes. Oh, man. Can you move out? Until you do marry her? Um, I, I personally can't. I mean, I could stay where I live. But I barely can afford that. She, I don't th she wants to move back to Florida for a while with her family, which uh, she could do. Oh, we'll send her back to Florida tomorrow. <laughs> that would be tough, yeah. But It'd be tough to send her back? Yeah, I would miss Why? her. I'd miss her. Uh-oh. Not good. You're going to end up sitting by the dock of the bay. <laughs> You're too attached to her. And that's not good. That makes sense? It, yeah, it does. Yeah. Your wife, your, if you marry her, she's not going to respect you because you have the wrong need for her. You should only need God and she need you. And that way it'll work. But if you're needy of her, it's not going to work. I see. Isn't that true? I think so. Yeah. You agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let me hear her say that. Um, I mean, I, I agree to, to a certain degree only because I know, like, at the very beginning, we had that sort of problem. Like, um, I mean, I'm from New York. We met in New York. And uh, we moved here together because oh. he needed to move here and then sort of made the move. And uh, it was like I felt like I needed him all the time because I had nobody else. It was just him. Yeah. Um, suddenly, I, I was here without my friends, without you know, the life that I had, so right. to speak, my family, I was just here alone. And it became like, I think like 
in, in a way, we started having problems because maybe he felt like I was so needy yes, all the time. That's right. Yeah, so that's I, hard when someone is so needy. Yeah, so I mean, the whole like missing, and I think like at one point we just learned to to balance that off, and like for me to like realize too that yeah that I needed to just become independent of him. <laughs> What'd you say? I said less possessive. Yeah. So, are you controlling? Are you possessive now? No. You're no, not. No, you, no. You're free from all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Completely. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer? Did he tell you about it? Um. Oh, you didn't tell her yet. No, are you doing it? No. You don't do it. What is wrong with you, man? You're such a nice guy. Why not get control of yourself? I'm trying. But not I, did it, not I did it once, I think, uh, right after I saw you. Right. But I uh, kind of, I need to convince myself that it's important enough to dedicate the time to it. I did tell her that we should start doing a little meditation. Yeah. That's what I told her, but... Right. Um, because this that's is, what it, it is to me in a way. Yeah. I'm, I used to meditate, and when I did it, it's sort of like that. There is an order to life, and that order is seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and everything will be added. So if you put him first, everything will be added. Life will just unfold by itself. But you've got to put him first. And uh, I am committed to prayer. I get up at, like during the weekday, I have to be at the studio by 5.30 or so. So I get up at uh, sometimes 3.30 and 4 to pray. To make sure I do the prayer. When do you go to sleep? Uh, around 9.30 or 10 o'clock, somewhere in there. Unless I have a meeting or something. And you get used to doing it after a while. But I, want, I cannot imagine losing that relationship that I have with him now. And I know it's through prayer that we're, we're together. And I don't want to ever lose that because Satan is always trying to get back in. And I never want to go back to that location. No, I, I know what you're saying. And you... Um, how you talk about our thoughts kind of always, uh, you know, getting to us. Yes. And I see that in other people, and I always remind them, like, that's not you, that's your thoughts. Right. Don't give in to that. And uh, So you're on your way, you know what it is, but you need to commit to God because the battle is spiritual, and you will be defeated. You want to become like that uh, instead of just knowing about it. I agree. Yeah, I, that's so, something I want to do, and we want to do. But yeah, make sure you do it. Yeah, all right, because he will beat you. Uh, and make sure you go to the prayer. And I will send, let her go back to Florida until you can. Because if you don't have any money, you shouldn't be getting married anyway. Isn't that right? Well, I'm kind of old, and uh, you kind of old. I'm, 30, I'm 34. And That's she's not old. well. She's she's thirty five. I thought you were about to say you was seventy or no, something. No, she's thirty five, and I want to I want to have kids sooner than later, so I don't want to have them when I'm older. Right. So I'm I'm kind of old for that, I guess. Oh, Sorry to family, and so is she. So we don't really have the time. Um, but you can't afford kids or anything right now. It sounds like you can't. Well, I'm starting a business right now. Uh-huh. I plan to start making money. I, I was disabled for a while due to nerve damage in my right arm. I used to do. Uh, I used to work at Starbucks, oh, and man. for five years. You better be glad you're not there now. Yeah, I know. And the funny thing is, I've, <laughs> I've kicked people out, and I've been kicked out myself. Yeah. So, 
for not buying mess, things. Huh? Yeah. All my friends, we've talked about it. But anyway. This is so dumb what's happening. Oh, it is very it's dumb. Even, it's crazy. It's very dumb. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm trying to start a business. I used to do more physical stuff, so I'm trying to do consulting now, um, which I've done for my friends' businesses, so I have experience doing it. What type of business you started? Um, brand consulting. Oh, okay. Uh, with also web design, which I've done both of. Oh, okay. And uh, logo design, so. Oh, cool. Um, I... I, once I start doing that and able to make money, I have. I'm almost ready. I just have to wait for my getting my business name that I'm doing business under. So right. my DBA. So you shouldn't be married then. No. You don't have time for a marriage. Should, should not. Yeah. Because you got to build your life first. You know, you got to have something to offer and take care of your wife and children. You shouldn't get married just because look like time is running out for you, because God is with you. And uh, what Abraham was a hundred and Sarah was ninety nine, <laughs> so you could have a baby at the age of a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't live by the world standard. You gotta live by God's standard. I understand that. So will you think about these things? I am going to. Yeah. Yeah. And try to do it right. We got to do it right. It only works when you do it. When you be it. That's the only time it's going to work. And it's so different than what the world has been teaching us. That right. makes sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. All right, so rethink that, man. Senator Florida. And, and you guys can Skype. Oh, yeah, can is it now. Skype or FaceTime? They're both. Both. Yeah, you yeah. can do that. Or even Hangouts. Right, Hangout. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of ways. Yeah. But do it the right way. Okay. I, I highly recommend it. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, James. I have somebody online asking about living forever. Yes. She asks, if you lived forever, how would anything be precious or special? If you live forever, well, life itself would be precious and special. If you live it forever, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, kind of like the idea of you hear people saying, uh, evil exists so you know how good good is right well with 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 there being death life seem people appreciate life more because there's death around I don't need death to appreciate life <laughs> you don't but, <laughs> but I don't, I'm glad that God took the sting out of death and we don't have to die so yeah. I don't quite know how to answer that because I have one other question from somebody about work Okay. Jason is asking, is it wrong to speak up at work about the wicked behavior of other employees? Yes. It's wrong? Yeah. You're not at work to preach. You're at work to work. And then if you have a problem with the other employee, let your boss know and then move on. Don't take your religion to work. Just be an example. Don't preach. All right? So, Mark, you believe that we, were, we have to die? Yes. You believe we have to die? Yes. And why do you believe that? I've never seen anybody live forever. <laughs> so you have to see it to believe it. Um, when talking about the human body, yes. You do. And you think God created you to die? I don't know. I've really thought about that. But Did you know the body rejuvenates itself every seven years completely? Yeah. Inside and out? <clears throat> yes. So if it's doing that, why do we have to die? 
Um, I don't know how to say it scientifically, but people age, they wither and die. Right. You know, uh, trees have a life, animals, human beings. It's just everything I've ever observed. Oh. Never right, seen something just rejuvenate Would it be itself. nice to know that you don't have to die? Sure. Uh, you don't have to die. Okay. You were not created. <laughs> and I've been saying for a long time that I'm going to live forever, and people have been laughing, and, and my friends laugh at me, and, and they said, no, 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 we're all going to die. And I asked, why do you say that? Well, everybody's dying. And so when you're born, the moment you're born, they start to teach you that you're going to die. You're going to die, you're going to die, so you live to die. If I had understood this years ago, I would have taken better care of myself. The way I ate, I would have, uh, or the way I eat, I would have overcome my anger earlier in life because it's, it's the way we take care of ourselves growing up that is killing the body. And if we eat right, don't hold grudges, exercise, because the body is renewing itself, right? Exercise. And that anger that you have, it brings on stress and guilt and doubts and worry, loneliness, suicidal thoughts. And so you end up doing drugs and alcohol and sexing and testing and all kind of stuff. So you're killing yourself, not realizing because you've been told you're going to die, that it's you that's killing yourself. You were not created for that. And by the time you find out, now you've done so many wrong things, you can't help but die. But we were not created to die. And I got proof. You doubt that, Bill? Bill is a, is a smart... Come back, Bill. Don't run. Are, are you looking at me as though you doubt it? That's my engineer. Do you believe we were all created to die? Uh, no. You don't believe it? No, I don't believe it. Oh, I thought you were looking at me. But, as a, but I'm listening to you, and I'm listening to your explanations. Oh, okay. And, and why don't you don't believe. believe we were created to die? I've, I've just had some experiences that give me some doubts about that. I mean, yeah. but, but at the same time, I, I mean, I've seen nobody. I don't see any 1,000-year-old people around. But that doesn't know? mean they're not or around. That doesn't mean the they're not around, but I don't, I've never seen or heard anything <laughs> or had any hood, evidence about any, anybody, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, where are they? They're in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, James, do you believe we have to? Die? We were created to die. Well, I, the Bible says that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, like, we weren't originally created to die. Like, Adam wasn't, for example. But it seems like ever since uh, he sinned, that the rest of us are supposed to just die. Since Adam sinned, uh-huh. but Jesus. Conquered death. He destroyed death. He put it back in order where it was before Adam did his thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this should be good news. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's kind of good news, I guess. I'm sorry? I said it's kind of good news, I guess, but I just don't see anybody living forever. <laughs> <laughs> we have been so brainwashed. We are like deeply brainwashed. And most people don't believe in God. 
really, most people do not believe in God. They believe about him, but not in him. They have not returned to him. And you have a question or comment? Yeah, I have a comment. And then I want to ask this young lady if she believes we have to die. So one of the interesting things about this idea, uh, and I hadn't thought of I heard you ask this years past. Yes. But I hadn't thought of it since. Um, there, everybody here says there's no evidence. Is really what the underlying right. statement they is. Walk by, they walk by sight and well, not by faith. It's funny because I've been through times in my life where I was <laughs> sure I was going to die. I yeah. felt like dying. And one of the interesting things about that is that if you try to do things the right way, you feel a life in you yes. that comes out of nowhere. That's right. So if you, are, if, you use, if you use the notion that I could live forever as a principle, you start suddenly not doing dumb stuff. That's right. And suddenly you have more energy to do the important stuff. In addition to that, you also don't start chasing dumb stuff. You know when enough is enough. You know when you're well off. Right. It's an interesting idea. Um, it's actually a much sounder principle than, what the hell, I'm going to die. Right? That's right. You, you know, live it up, booze it up. You go, I'm going to die anyway, so I might as well have a good time. What is that stupid thing, YOLO, you only live once? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a stupid thing. Yeah. You know, uh, you we know, are brainwashed. Yeah, it is. But it's such, it's probably the most fundamental brainwashing we all have. It's so amazing. Nobody, but there is evidence that thinking about living for that that living as if you could live forever there is evidence in my life that that's a better way to do things yeah. i hadn't thought about it until you just said that and, yeah. and then you said like doing the right thing is easier it's easier instead uh, you, of for but example you hear people say oh it's harder to do the right thing it's, it's hard to do the right thing and it's easy to do the wrong thing another lie how many of you have thought about that yeah sure you've said that yeah I, it's easier doing the right thing. So, for example, the examples we've talked about today, people living with their unwed partners. Right. Um, yeah. Guess Don't what? call that it gets partner. That sounds gay. Unwed whatever. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Husband unwed, or wife or boyfriend with, yeah, or girlfriend. Living with their others. Don't say partner. I get, yeah. I get this image of gay. When I hear that word, they mess the business it up. world. Partner is a business thing, but I got it. I, got I it remember one time I was traveling, and... Uh, I had my bodyguard with me, and so we went to check in the room, and they said, do you want one or two rooms, one for you and your partner? I'm like, this is not my partner. <laughs> she said, I don't mean it that way. I just meant Benji's partner. This is the lady said, right? But I said, yeah, let's get it straight. <laughs> don't put in the computer Jesse and his partner. <laughs> Isn't that too bad we can't use that word anymore? Well, there's a lot of words you can't use anymore. We can't use gay. Oh, I just felt so gay this morning. <laughs> you can't, it means happy, but you can't say that. You can use it. It's that everybody will misunderstand. <laughs> yeah, they roll their eyes. I, I introduced Why is the, he feeling gay this morning? <laughs> I introduced a business person as my partner, and I said, business partner. And the right. whole audience laughed in relief. Yeah. And some of them said, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, whatever. But, you know, but so it is easier to do what's right. You get energy from that. You know what to chase down. And if you're living with somebody in the wrong way, you're going to live through hell. Yeah. And guess what? That's not easier. Yeah. 
It's not easy. It's, not easy. it's a lot harder. And yeah. it, 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 marriage is difficult anyway. It locks you down from doing the right thing. Because yeah. there are right things you're going to do when you're on your own. And it really is true. Yeah. You've got to go work out at night instead of go out and drink. Whatever. I mean, you, you know, all those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. So, 100%. Great concept. Um, I'm glad you brought it up today. I'm glad you, I showed up today. What are you thinking? I'm just considering everything that's been said. Uh, you considering it? Just considering. This is good news? It is. It's also, you know, that I was talking about the time, that thinking about it that way, maybe I shouldn't think about there's not time. You should not, because it'll make you do things you wouldn't ordinarily do, and you would do it before time, before you're ready for it. Yeah. With God, there is no time. You know, all you have is right now. I, I believe in that. Yeah. I believe that time isn't a thing. It's not that's real. right. So come out of your mind, Carl. You're lost in your head. That's why you think that's a need for it. Let me do it. She's getting older. I'm getting older. And you're being deceived. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that something? It is. Yeah. Do you believe that we all have to die? That's a good question. But um, one thing I'll tell you is that I, I um, think that in my lifetime, I will be able to meet Jesus. You, know, you think you're going to meet Jesus? I think, yeah, I think when he comes back. Um, when he come back from where? You know, like, you know, to come get everybody, come get his people. To come get you? Yeah. Don't think that way. He's already with you. Yeah, no, I know he's, he's with already you. got you. When you wake up, mm-hmm. that's him coming to get you. Okay. When you come out of this fallen state and you uh, wake up, mm-hmm. that's what it means. He came back and got you. Okay. But I know people think they're going to be standing out in the fields and they're going to be at the bar and, and, and he's going to come and get them and take them up and other people be left behind. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's the awakening that's inside of you. Okay. So, yeah, I do think you can live forever. You don't think you're going to ever die? I think, I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know. Have you ever thought about this? I've always, I mean, I've thought about death, but then I'm like, oh, no. But then I think about, you know, I feel like I would be alive when yeah. he comes back. I have so. a friend who is afraid to die. And I'm thinking, why is he afraid to die? He doesn't even have to die. Yeah. Uh, there was a study done, and I didn't bring that information, I apologize, but these scientists went to the U.S., France, and I think Japan or somewhere, and another country, and they did a study on the oldest people in those countries. Since 1968, they've been doing this study, and they said that um, a, this study finds there is no detectable limit to human lifespan. They found that you can live forever. But we have a mentality that tells us that we're going to die. And so whatever we believe is what controls us. If you believe it, it controls you. Whether it's a lie or the truth, it will control you. Because whatever you believe in and whatever believes in you, it controls you. Like you believe in, oh, I got to hurry up and do this. You know, blah, blah, blah. You believed into that lie. Now it's controlling you and making you do things that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make logical sense. And in the scriptures, it said that Jesus conquered death. He went down to hell and he conquered death. He took the sting out of death so that we don't have to die. And only we had to die in the beginning because Adam did what he did and death came about. Jesus came, and people don't realize that everything is back in order. It's as though Adam never did what he did. 
But we've been taught other stuff. And because most people don't seek for themselves, they live a life of lying and believing in lies and all that kind of stuff. But you don't have to die. And just imagine if you were a kid and your parents told you this when you were first born, you would see life differently. You would take care of yourself. You wouldn't be into all the stuff that kills the body. Because the soul is not going to die. The body will just disappear. But your body is automatically renewing itself every seven years. So I'm going to bring that study tomorrow. You remember, James? Who did that study? No, I don't remember. You didn't read it yet? No. Yeah. James found it. Did I find it or you found it? You did. Yeah. And uh, when I saw it, I'm like, yes! <laughs> we were not created to die. And just because everybody's dying around you, they're doing it because they've been told that too. And they believe that. They've been told that. It, it's so interesting. Most people don't. They see God in the way that they see Satan. They don't see God as the healer, the life giver, the peace giver. The, they see him like they see I hear people say, um, I asked someone, do you still sin on my radio show? And he said, yes. And I said, why? And he said, well, the, body, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I'm like, what does that mean? You ever heard that? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. All right. I'll, in a minute, I want you to tell me what that means. All right. Uh, yes, ma'am. I was going to say when you said when we are kids, we already start, or the parents and the society starts brainwashing us about, um, you know, this is what your family has. You have di they have diabetes, the heart heart diseases, whatever. So you're probably going to get this. Right. So uh, there are studies, and there's one doctor called uh, Doctor Caroline Leaf. I think it's her name. She's a brain neuro neurologist, yes. she's done studies that 70 to 90% of all sicknesses are because we believe in them. Yes. Faith is something else. You have to be real careful what you believe. Because we live by belief. We live by belief. So you have to be careful what you believe. Yes, sir. Um, my father has a lot of issues with healing, and no matter what treatment or whatever he seeks, he won't get better because he won't doesn't believe he'll yes. he can't, that will work. Yep. And he said, whenever nowadays I'll give him something because I constantly will look for things that'll help him. He's always in pain, some sort of pain. Yeah. He says it just I don't believe it'll work. He yep. knows it. So that's right. something interesting. And if he believes that it's not going to work, it will not work. And you can take him to the doctor until he's black and blue in the face. And the doctor like, sir, sir, there's nothing wrong. We can't find anything. Yes, it is. I got to go to another doctor. Because they believe that something is wrong. So they, they might be having a pain, but it comes from believing that it is. Not because it exists in reality. We live by faith. That's why you got to be careful what you believe. We have to believe in something to survive. We believe in something. We can't help it. So either you're going to believe in the um, 
the fallen state or you're going to believe in the risen state. You got to decide which way you're going to go. All right. I saw. Yes. I have a question about relationships. Okay. D is online asking, Jesse, my boyfriend is struggling with his faith. He has been coming to church with me here and there. Is it okay to continue dating? He's been better. He's been better? Yeah. I think that I think she's saying he's been getting better. So she's having a problem with her boyfriend because he has trouble with faith? Yeah, he's been struggling with his faith. Oh. But coming to church here and there with her. About coming to church with her? Mm-hmm. Would tell him to stop going to church with her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you struggle with faith. You either have faith or you don't have it. You know, you can't struggle with it. And so tell her to have, oh, have him do my silent prayer, and then you leave him alone. Don't take him to church. You stay out of it and let him work it out. Because a lot of men, they go to church following the woman, and they're not really going there for the right reason. So just, you know, you could date him, but just don't live with him and don't be having sex. Leave that part out and you'll be fine. But have to do the silent prayer on my website. All right? That's a good answer. Um, so, is this helping about the death thing? Yeah? You know, a little bit, it's hard to believe it. <laughs> sort of. Sort of? And, and because you've been hearing it the other way? No, because I'm trying to understand and how does uh, our own let's say if I do live forever and because the example of living forever the only one we have is Jesus who conquered death correct well in the study they found uh, people who were 115 years old and in the good old days when boys were boys they lived to be Methuselah was how old was he James you know about him? Not very much. Uh, who know about him? Uh, what was his name, Frankie? Methuselah. He was uh, before the flood. He was what? Methuselah. And how long did he live? Either eight or nine hundred years. I think he's still living in Europe somewhere. I don't think he ever died. But like people lived to be a thousand years no, old. I know that. Eight hundred. As a matter of fact, there were some people taken up and didn't even die. They didn't lose their body or anything. I, I know that. I'm just trying to relate to the way Jesus lived forever. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, is that what you mean? Yes. We're going to live like that because he, he sort of but ascended. But you're going to live on earth because you are not your body. I know, but Jesus ascended, right? He, his body disappeared and then right. he reappeared in front of his, his pupils and his followers with the holes in his hands and, and the wounds. But his body looked different. It right. looked more uh, Well, he had spiritual. to go back. He couldn't stay here. He had to go and send the Holy Spirit back for us to live through us. So that's not what you mean, that we're going to live forever like that. You mean physically, flesh, you believe that we can live forever. Right. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to die. Your body don't have to die. Yeah, that's what I was having trouble with. All right, but if you believe that, like your father can't believe that he has no problem, his thinking is wrong. Because you've been told all your life that you're going to die. And so you believe that from childhood up. And of course you will die. 
I had a woman call my radio show this week, and she was 73 years old. And she said, in short, she said, I think we have it up on, on YouTube now. Did anybody hear that call about she forgave her mother? Well, she said uh, she's 73 years old, and all of her life she hated her mother. And whenever she would just think about her mother, she would have all this conflict and just hate her mother. Her mother was so mean to her. She said, but she didn't realize that she hated her mother. She internalized the feelings, and so she thought it was her. And then she heard me talking about forgiving your mother, forgiving your mother. And she said, no one else talk about that. You don't ever hear anyone talking about forgiving your mother. And she said that one day she was thinking about how much she hated her mother. And at an instant, it was taken away from her. That anger, uh, hatred of her mother was taken away. And she's now free. She, and, she, and so now when she think of her mother, it just passes through her. It doesn't give her pain and conflict and all that kind of stuff. Isn't that nice? And so I say that to say this, when you are ready to, truly ready to give up your anger and come out of that fallen state, that's what's going to happen to you too. It happens at the twinkling of an eye. He will take that away from you and he will awaken you, bring you out of the dead because everyone who has anger is dead. You're walking dead, you just haven't laid your body down yet. But you're dead and you're blind and can't see and you don't know that you're blind and can't see. It's only when you come out of that anger, when you let it go, then you will wake up and you will see, wow, I was in hell. That's what it means to live in hell. Hating on yourself, hating other people, and uh, judging yourself, having fear and doubt, diseases, worry, hooking up with someone else just to make yourself feel better, and all kind of stuff. That's hell. But when you wake up, then you come back into heaven, paradise on earth, then you can live. It's a quick awakening. You can't do it by learning about this. You can't make this happen to yourself. You have, your heart has to be inclined toward the truth. Do the prayer, sit still, be still, and it'll happen. Just want to know yourself, then you can wake up. Because you don't even know you sleep yet until you wake up. That makes sense? And you can't learn this. You can study the Bible until the cows come home. You can repeat my words until the cows come home. But you're not going to get it that way. You have to be still, know thyself, then it'll happen. This lady was just wondering about this thing with her mother. And it was shown to her and taken away from her. Just like that. That makes sense? And you've got to let this anger go. Then you can see that you can live forever. You were never meant to die. When Jesus, um, when Jesus uh, talked to the people, when the disciples went and talked to the people, they were not talking to their physical body. They were talking to the spirit inside of them. And, uh, but a lot of Christians think that when they read the Bible, they think physical, in a physical way, and not in a spiritual way. They think, like... Uh, uh, this thing about the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Who have heard that? Do you, do you know what that means? Not really. Yeah. I kind of interpret it as you, you want to do the right thing, but you just give in to temptation and you do whatever 
you know. I thought it meant that too. Yes, sir. And then I'll come to you. I think it means that people are let their flesh rule them, not their spirit. Uh, if they listen to the spirit and like not their flesh, the, the material world things would be different. Like that wants to do good, and the material world wants to do evil. So oh, they okay. listen to the evil side. You thought that would have meant. That's what I think. Oh, okay. Would you say yes, Frankie? I have the Bible verse that talks about uh, Jesus living forever, people living forever. Oh, you do? Yeah. Let me hear. Okay, this question was asked by uh, Martha. It goes like this. Martha said to Jesus, said to him, I know that I will rise again in resurrection in the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Yeah. See, what happened when you have that anger? When you come into the world as a little kid, you're innocent. And so you don't think about death. You can live forever because you don't have that anger. You can see what's going on, and you have a lot of questions and things like that. But the moment you resent your parents, and most of the time it's the parents that we resent first, and, uh, the moment you resent, meaning the moment you become angry, you die. And that's the wants to die. And then when you grow up age and you start seeking the kingdom yourself, then you wake up and now you live. It doesn't mean physically dying. It meant you're dead spiritually. And then you wake up and come alive and you, you live the rest of your life. And in that living, your mind is renewed. The old mind passes away and you re, your mind is renewed to this other reality, the real reality instead of the illusion. And it will renew itself. You can't renew your own mind. Isn't that something? It's so nice living this way. But you got to seek the kingdom. You got to put that before anything else. You can't pray sometimes, or I didn't have time today, or I'll do it later. When he said put that first, because if you don't put that first, something else is first. And you believe in that, whatever it is that you're rushing to do, that's more important to you than seeking the kingdom. And most people will not do it. They won't seek the kingdom. They won't stay. They don't want it bad enough. They say they do, but they really don't. Why y'all looking at me? <laughs> Does this make sense at all? Does this help a little bit? Y'all might have quiet. Everybody got drunk last night. Went to a party. Yes. Anybody disagree with this? You got to seek the kingdom first. Once you lock in there, it's, it's amazing. Your mind will be renewed. And then you realize, wow, I was so brainwashed. You're literally brainwashed about everything. That's why the children of the lie can have us do some of the weirdest things. Because we believe the lie. We know that we should not be living together before marriage. We already know that, but they have given us approval, approval, so we now do it. We know, men know they should wait to have sex. You should respect the woman enough to wait until marriage. And the woman knows that he should respect her. But the world said, no, you got to test it. You know, suppose the sex ain't good. And, the guy, and so I asked the guys, well, why are you having sex? Well, suppose the sex is not good. If, if, if a woman hear a man say that, you leave him right away. 
All he wants from you is sex. He doesn't want you. And I hate to say, I don't hate to say it, but I need to say this until my friends that are here and my friends. Any man that has sex with a woman before marriage would cheat on her after marriage. Da, 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 da. She's like, oh my God. He's going to cheat. And do you know why I say that? Do you believe me? What, that he's going to cheat? Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope he never does. <laughs> we all hope it. <laughs> he hopes he doesn't either. <laughs> do you know why I say that? Do you, do you believe me? Um, She's really going to get you hell now. <laughs> Be like, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I could see your point because you already did it in a way. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, because I, I guess I'm, I'm thinking of like myself, and. Um, How? What are you thinking about yourself? I mean, I'm like, I'm a very committed person. Uh, So when I'm with someone, I don't, I mean, I I just, I I think it's absolutely wrong to cheat. And I I would never do it personally. Of course. And uh, (laughs) I mean, and I know like you could say it, but I just feel it. Like to me, it's like, I, I don't think I could really live with, with that. Right. And I'm very bad at lying. And I think I would like, Uh-oh. I would give myself <laughs> right that instance, right that You moment. would cheat too. I want me to tell you why? Because um, once you get married, because you're getting into it in the wrong way. So it's based on sex and feelings and emotions and stroking each other's egos, right? And so there's going to come a time when he's not going to stroke you. He's not going to say, you're so wonderful. He got to go to work. He's not going to be all over you. Sex going to be born, so he's not going to want it as much. And then you're going to feel rejected. You will feel rejected. And, and Satan's going to say, oh, look, he doesn't love you. He doesn't tell you that you're beautiful. He doesn't tell you you're wonderful. When he goes to bed, he falls asleep right away. He doesn't love you. And you'll be like, yeah, that's right. Look at him sleeping. Put him work before me. He does, he's never home. He's always talking about work, work, work. And Satan is like, yeah. And, and, and Satan's going to say, look at him while he's sleeping. He's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> he's dreaming about that girl he was with earlier. And, and, and you're going to say, yeah, why are you smiling? <laughs> and, and, and then and he doesn't hold me in bed anymore. You know, all that stuff, right? And so you're going to be all mad, and you're going down to the grocery store to buy grocery. You're going to see Johnny. And Johnny's going to say, hey, how you doing? I am so unhappy. My man doesn't pay me any attention. He doesn't hold me. He doesn't care about my feelings. And Johnny's going to say, yeah, that's awful. A beautiful woman like you? You are made for any man. Any man should be loving you. and You're so beautiful and holding you. He doesn't love you. And you're like, yeah. And Johnny's going to make you feel good. 
And Johnny going to say, you know what, right after we get through shopping, let's go to my house for a glass of wine and let's talk some more. And when you're there drinking the wine, Johnny going to say how wonderful you are. That old mean man of yours, he's no good. And now you're going to feel like Johnny love you. Next thing you know, you're in bed. <laughs> Isn't that a nice story? <laughs> then we all just live through it. <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I... I, now, I, just, I, know, I know you don't believe right now you would do that, but because you're emotional, you will do it. If he, does, if he ever stops licking boots, it's over. <laughs> because that's why ladies got to overcome their emotions too they got to love the man for the man the good man that he is and he has to love you for the good woman you are and it cannot be based on emotions at all now you need those emotions to come together that's why human beings are in a fallen state because in that fallen state you get this false feeling of love and lust and all that right and so you meet as man and woman you meet you get married, you have a turn of babies, and then you start to overcome that emotional stuff. That's why it's there. But if you don't overcome that, you can cheat. And I know you believe that you won't, and I understand that, but it's a setup. Johnny knows how to seduce you in that moment of anger. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I still don't. I mean, I... I know myself, and I'm always overthinking absolutely everything. Oh, that's not good. Every, like, when I'm in a position, like, if I were in a position like that, right. I, I wouldn't want to lose what's more for nothing. But you're not going to feel like this is as important anymore because he doesn't love you. You're going to think he doesn't love you. He's not treating you the way he treated you when he met you. You were queen when he met you know, but he was lying to you because he just wanted sex. But he made you feel like a queen. But those queen days are going to be over. It doesn't last. Now, what I would encourage you to do, and everybody, is to really just get to know yourself. So, so that all that stuff can be taken away from you. Then you can love each other in the right way. Until death do your part. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. I just wanted to... <clears throat> ask if this counts in your book as doing it the right way um, we separated um, she went back to the other side of the country for several months uh, because well many reasons but I wasn't sure at the time you know if I wanted to commit or this or that but I am sure now and uh, we're back together and when she came back, I told her that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her and that I'm committing. So it, it was, I didn't make a ring, but it was sort of like a ring made out of wards. Um, yeah. Does that count? No. No. <laughs> May I tell you why? Of course. Uh, anybody agree with me that that doesn't count? And why do you agree? Oh, let me ask, are you, this is your first time here? Oh, yeah. Really? Hold on a minute for the mic. Hold on. I'm not sure if this is the right. You just drove from Vegas? Yeah. Speaking to the mic. Yeah. And, and, and how did you find us? I saw, I find you. I saw 10 seconds video. Oh. YouTube. That's it. 
That's all you need. I'm very easy. Yeah, I'm very easy, man. If I decide something, <laughs> I drove to yeah, Washington right. too. I actually. like that. I drove to Washington too from Vegas. Wow. I woke up one day. I thought I, I need to talk with Trump. <laughs> then I tried to find the reason why I can't. Yeah. I no, literally, no reason that I can't. Yeah. That time I'm not. Work, I'm out of work right now too, but I have my own reasons. Whatever. That it, time I have free time. Whatever. I drove four days over there. Obviously, they didn't let me see him, but I've been there 30 <laughs> minutes and I drove back. Yeah, so that's true. what I'm saying. My willpower is unbreakable. Yeah. There is a key for that. Key is God and Jesus. The only way to go through it. Yeah. But right now, I wish. I'm, I just can't wait until you're done so we can talk because there's so much to say. It's just oh, not, okay. a, not everyone's ears are ready to hear. All right. We'll talk right after yes. this. I'm glad to. What's your first name? Artak. A-R-T-A-K. All right. So what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yes, Mark. Why do you agree with me? Man, the time is gone. Um, because... We, we are all possessed, as you, as you say. We're all driven by something. Yeah. And it's easy to say, oh, I, you know, I would never harm anyone. I would never lie. I give to the poor and, think, you know, all these things. But um, a lot of times we do something that we don't want to do. Yeah. Which is proof that we're driven by something. Yes. And there's absolutely nothing stopping you from going down to the courthouse and getting married. You don't need a ring. You don't need a big fancy wedding you don't need i mean you just you need, you need income you know what i, I mean you need to be able to like here recently and they were they were about to the guy the girl about to move to vegas and they, because of his job and they wanted to get married right away so they just ran in here right after church and we did a quick wedding and it didn't cost that much and so you're right it can be done but let me tell you why you should never ever ever Never, 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 ever, never, 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 ever, ever, ever make a promise like that to a woman. Because you are the Christ on earth and your promise is with God. And if you and, and you know that you're the son of God, you're going to love him because his love lives in you. And then it's with that love that you would never cheat. You would never be afraid. You will, never, you will always be the perfect husband for her. But if you make the promise to her, you're not going to keep it. Well, I made a promise. I made a promise to God first. But you can't make that promise to him until you return to him. And you I can't see. even get up and pray right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you mean. So it's not a, I've done that. I promised that to so many women along the way. And I wanted to keep it. I meant it when I said it. But as Mark said, something else was driving me to make me get with another one. I saw him like, Lord, I just made a promise here. And I'm like, that's all right about that promise. But (laughs) but I understand what you're saying. And I believe that you want to do that. But you're going to have to be driven by a different spirit. You got to return to the father. And then because, as he said, it's not us that do these things, right, that we do. It's that spirit that's made a home in us. It really is. That's why you need a renewed spirit. You need to overcome the angry, the anger, the angry spirit and take on the love spirit, the one you had prior to the fall. And then you can keep the promise. Because you're not going to go against your father, which means you won't go against your wife. 
We cannot do it about we just think about how many lies you told already in life. You're like, I would never do that. And you end up doing it. And you're like, wow, why did I do this? Because we are not in control of anything. We like to think that we are. And I'm sure it sounds good. I make a promise to you. I will be faithful. And, and she loved hearing that. Wow, he loved me. Okay. And both part of the line. You mean it, but you can't do it on your own. It's a spiritual thing. What do you tell you that? I don't want to do it on my own. Right. So return to the Father. And then she would never have to worry about it. You mean via prayer? Yeah. Okay. And so that I God can, can take that angry spirit away, that needy spirit, and give you back your original nature. And likewise for you. And that way you guys will be together until life, until death do you part. Because even in the wedding, during the wedding, the promise is made to God, not to the woman. You're telling God, okay, I'm about to do this, and I promise to do the right thing. Because you are the Christ. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. You disagree with any of that? No. Okay. Anybody have any questions about any of this? Let me see. I think there was one other thing. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. It's so much fun knowing this. I'm telling you, you do the prayer, your mind will be renewed. And you're going to be amazed. And it's going to be things that you already know. This is not like news. You already know this, but you forgot because you're in a fallen state of anger. And what the Holy Spirit would do is just remind you of what you already know. That's all happening here. Yes. One woman is asking about the marriage thing. My boyfriend and I have been together for 11 years. We've been living together for five. If we got married, will we still be in hell? Yes. You should separate for a year and just date. And I'm saying date. Don't break up. No sex. No living together. And, and see what happens. Because if he hasn't married you in five years, I doubt it's going to happen. Don't you kind of doubt it? If, and they've been dating for 10 years and living. How much time do you need? And what ladies don't know, once the woman have sex with him and live with him, he doesn't really, he's not going to push the marriage anyway because he's getting what he wants already. And so where's the rush for the marriage? What, Armas? Uh Yes. Ryan is saying, I have four kids and am married, but I had sex beforehand. What do I do now, Jesse? He needs to pray. <laughs> Ryan, stop having sex. Go to rebuildingandman.com slash church and do the silent prayer and it'll work out. But he's married now. Right. Okay. And so he's stuck. But not in a bad way. Because we're all blind and stupid at some point, so... But just do the prayer. God love you. You can't leave your wife and kids. All right? But start having sex for a while. Sex put you to sleep. Did you know that? It caused you to become addicted. It awakened your emotions. And you feel like you can't live without it. Uh-huh. Huh? Everybody wants quiet. 
I know. I can't have sex. Yes, ma'am. Last question. Did you have another name? No, just a lot of people have given super chat donations. So thank you. Uh, right on. Thank you for the super chat donations. I appreciate it. Last last question or comment? Oh, I was just going to say that I think you said this before too. Is that what men don't probably know or think about is that <clears throat> once they have sex with you, the woman doesn't re respect them anymore. I'm sorry. Woman does not respect a man who has sex. Right, with because she's conquered him. Right. And now she just dragged him by the nose. <laughs> if you notice, when they have a fight, I'm not going to have sex with you tonight. You got to sleep on the couch, because she knows that's important to him. She's a drug dealer. He's a drug addict. <laughs> last, 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 right here. This might be a little personal, but I feel like I do that to my girlfriend. You do? Not the other way around. You, you, you don't I have sex? I sleep on the couch. It's after we've had a fight. I feel like she deserves space. And then when <laughs> we are in also in fights, sometimes I uh, withhold sex. Wow. Say that a little louder so everybody I can withhold, hear. <laughs> I withhold sex, yeah. You got to stop being a woman. <laughs> That's what women do. So you got to overcome your mama. <laughs> really, that's her spirit in there. Okay. That's all that is. All right? And I bet she thinks, look at this woman going to. No, she, I mean, uh, I, hold, I feel that's not how sex. she takes it. But. Yeah. But do the prayer. Oh. Make sure you stay with the prayer. Because you can't change that yourself. But he will call you to keep an eye on yourself, and the change will happen. Right. But they're just woman-like. And I know a lot of men who act like women. A man is a better woman than a, a woman. He really is. A man knows exactly, a man who still has his mother nature knows exactly what a woman thinks and feels. That's why he can lie to her again, whatever he wants. Because he feels like that too, so he, know, he knows exactly how to manipulate her. So you got to overcome mama. Was this fun? Yes, sir. It was total fun, huh? So you got to cut it out. You got to start doing it right so you can have a good life. And you're going to see the life that Christ came and made for you. It's in order. It's already there, but you can't see it because of your anger and you're falling away from God. All right. So drop the anger, drop the anger, drop the anger. Make sure you do the silent prayer. Uh, stay with it no matter what. Stay with it. Even if you're tired, do it for five or ten minutes. It's better than not doing it at all. Uh, what else? Don't forget to support us. We need your donations, folks. Check out the radio show. I'm on Newsmax TV, and we have books and things. Um, check out my show, TheFallenState.tv. I interview a transgender man. Have you guys seen that? Yes. What do you think about it? Where, Jeremiah? I certainly did something. Oh, Lord. No family time at church. So uh, why did he get the mic for her? Um, check it out. I interviewed a transgender guy. And one thing that he said that is so interesting, he said when he was a boy, he knew he was a girl because he felt like one. And I asked, well, did you ask God to take it away? And he's like, yeah, I prayed to God. Please take this away from me. I don't want to be this way. Please, please, please. And uh, but God did not take it away according to him. And so he became a transgender person. He all dressed up in woman stuff. 
And then I said to, to I asked, did you forgive? I, I, I don't think he did, but I forgot. And so the one thing that he did not do was to forgive. Because you could beg God until the cows come home. But if you don't forgive, you're not going to enter into the kingdom. All it takes is forgiving so he can forgive you. And whatever the issue is, he'll take it away from you. It'll fall away once you forgive. But he did not forgive. So check that out, folks. The TheFallestate.tv. I think that's it. Any announcement, Ernest? No announcement. All right. Uh, I have a brand new article that's going to be up on Warnet Daily. I wrote about the whole Starbucks situation and how they're catering to angry black people. And it's not good. So check that out. WarnetDaily.com. Thank you for tuning in and thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs>